I'm Cy Musiker, and this is Curtain Call. My co-host, Holly Grimaldi-Flores, is taking some time off the show, and KVMR staffer Adriana Kelly was supposed to sit in, but she's sick. So I'm back solo with the best in theater, art, and music from Reno to Davis. And on this December preview, our stockings are stuffed with holiday songs, and we have a tale of redemption and a list of great shows for New Year's Eve not so far away. We're opening, though, with a bowl of nuts. Zippers are back with the motto, let's make America weird again. Mixing swing and gypsy jazz in the service of witty and silly songs. Zipper heads, get ready. The Squirrel Nut Zippers play the Virginia Street Brew House in Reno, December 6th. The Center for the Arts in Grass Valley, December 7th. Petaluma's Mystic Theater, December 8th. And the Cornerstone in Berkeley, December 11th. Dark wave dance pop reigns at least for a night in Sacramento. band Twin Tribes out of Brownsville, Texas, with a song about the undead, very goth and very danceable. Uh, Twin Tribes brings a desert atmosphere to 80s new wave sound. This is one of Adriana's picks, and I'm so glad they're in here. Also on the bill, also an Adriana pick, is Sacramento musician Julian Sharwarko, who is Harsh Symmetry. Symmetry's minimalist style and elegant deep vocals are reminiscent of David Sylvian and Depeche Mode, one of Adriana's favorite bands. Check out a new generation of cool kids, Twin Tribes, and Harsh Symmetry plays Strummers in Fresno December 7th, Oakland's New Parish December 8th, and Harlow's Starlet Room in Sacramento on December 9th. We want so much to be festive at this time of year, to ward off sad thoughts, even when friends and family and co-hosts are contracting COVID and nasty flu bugs as well. And one of the best medicines is a play that takes us from the darkness of the grave to the brightness of a Christmas morning. That's the theme of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Until we get some, so bring it on in. 
Legacy Productions is doing the show again this year with Roger Hoopman playing the miser Scrooge, who learns how to be as good a man as the good old city knew. Hoopman wrote the lyrics and adapted the story for this production, and he's been playing Scrooge since 1978. Adriana and I talked to Hoopman and actor Gene Katz at a recent rehearsal, and I asked Hoopman what makes Scrooge such a compelling role. If you look at the, the arc of the role, it's almost like a Shakespearean character, a hero or, a, or even a villain, is it's got this wonderful place where he goes from being completely crabby and one particular kind of person and he realizes and grows through the production and ends up a better person and the audience feels better, you know, because they believe in the fact that we can make transitions, I think, in our, in our personalities to, for the better. It may begin in the gloom, but it ends in joy. Right. It's always nice to talk to people after the show because they come out feeling a lot better than they went in. Dickens himself was expressing these very popular ideas at the time in creating Scrooge, these ideas uh, uh, trumpeted by the social Darwinist Thomas Malthus, right? He was a political economist who said the poor are excess, and if they suffer, it is because they're genetically weak. And I wonder if you see parallels today. There's uh, homeless people and poor people all over Grass Valley, Nevada City. Do you ever think to yourself, I'm softening a heart? I might be changing someone's attitude? I hope hope so. I mean, that's why I can keep doing it is because I believe there's really a strong message that everybody needs to hear, you know, at this time of the year. I just wanted to say that if you started doing the play in 1978, were you like 13 years old when you became Scrooge? (laughs) I was 32, first year that I did it. And I'm 76 now, so, um, and I want to keep doing it as long as I possibly can, as long as I can do it, continue to do it well. When you were younger, you had to put on makeup to make yourself look older. I still use makeup, but not as much. And all of the, uh, the kind of sl- little slower walking, getting up and down, I don't have to fake that anymore, so. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, Katz, let me, I'm sorry, give me your first name Jean. again. Jean. 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 How about you? What what is uh, the appeal of the show for well, you? Well, it's I don't know. It's, it's such a, a beautiful story. I think of of redemption. I think we can all, as unappealing as he is, everybody can identify with Scrooge. We've all been yeah, our own worst enemy. We've all gotten in our own way and created our own hell. And and Roger does it uh, does it really beautifully, bringing him back and finding his own humanity again. Legacy Productions does a Christmas Carol at the Nevada Theater in Nevada City through December 24th. And the Sacramento Theater Company is doing a Christmas Carol as well, also through December 24th. And seek your own redemption. It's always a good time to donate to your favorite food bank. The Hope Ballet rekindles every little girl and boy's wish to wear a tutu with its staging of Clara and the Nutcracker, featuring accomplished graduates and younger members of the Holt Ballet Corps. Clara and the Nutcracker is at the Miners Foundry December 9th through the 11th. And my daughter danced in the Nutcracker Ballet for many years at the Paramount in Oakland. And I have to say, the music has not worn well for me. So maybe the version at the Bruca Theater in Reno is for me. They're doing a Nutcracker Ballet parody called Buckcracker Rockstar, in which the young Clara is a rock star groupie. Uh, I'm picturing nut farter jokes or something. Uh, Buckcracker Rockstar 
is at the Bruca Theater in Reno through December 22nd. And a December concert without any Christmas music? God bless us. Listening to the Ollie Orchestra. It's a community band that gathers to rehearse every week at Sierra College. They're doing a concert this weekend featuring music with bird themes, including this piece by Haydn called The Hen and the oh so lovely The Lark Ascending by Vaughn Williams. I wanted to know more about the Ollie Orchestra giving any musician the chance to play this very complex music. And I met Jessica Fitzgerald and violinist Haley Watson at a recent rehearsal. They both play with the Ollie Orchestra out of love. I had a very strict classical upbringing, planned out to a T and not as family oriented as I feel like this orchestra really is. When I get off of work at 4.30, I'm looking forward to walking in and restarting that connection in the evening with everyone here. And Haley? For me, (laughs) I think it's really amazing that we can have all of these musicians of different knowledge level, ability levels and ages, and we can all just come and have honestly a really fun time playing music, and at the end we get to put on what's really a very good free concert. It's very hard to earn a living as a musician. How does this fit in? Does this, is this a career building? Or is it just because it's going to be fun doing this for the rest of your life? Haley, how, how do you think? Absolutely. It's a very fun hobby for me. I've done multiple music things in this community, and it's such a great musical home, this county, honestly. And so I want to play music for the rest of my life. And Jessica? I have played plenty of weddings up here, and I've tried to make a career out of being a solo cellist. But I found, you know, a couple years into being by myself that I I lost the passion And then when I saw the opportunity to play in a community orchestra, there was no pressure. I could just play the music and be part of something bigger. It's kind of bringing back that initial love that I had for it in the first place. My name is George Husaruk, and I'm the artistic director of the Grass Valley Mayo Voice Choir. I'm also the flutist at the Oli Symphony Orchestra at Sierra College, and I'm having a really good time playing. What was it that got you involved in the Oli Orchestra? What is it that's so important about uh, playing your flute that you wanted to do this unpaid uh, work? Well, I was brought up on classical music, and so when I heard there was a symphony here, right here locally, I thought, what a, what a great opportunity to, to join. Yeah, play. Why does your heart need this kind of music? It helps me to express myself. Not only is jazz expressive and rock and roll can be in blues, but, but classical music is a vehicle for me of emotional expression. Also, I have to be really precise to play exactly what's there. And what's fun about the community part? Well, I moved here with my wife in October 2019, and there is so much more available opportunity for a musician in in, in this place. It's incredible. Because music is like, as you know, it's a universal language. It's great when the mind connects with the soul and becomes one, you know, then magic happens.
Maybe there is something magic about an orchestra on a mission to bring people together in friendship and support. The Ollie Orchestra presents a concert of bird theme music on Sunday, December 4th at 2 p.m. Admission is free. Comedians Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock are touring together, and boy, they have been in the news this year. Last spring, Oscars host Chris Rock got in the way of a Will Smith slap after Rock delivered an insensitive joke about Smith's wife. And Chappelle got canceled over jokes that mocked the trans community. Uh, So hate the sin... But love the sinner. Both Chappelle and Rock are still very funny. Right, racism everywhere. Who's the maddest people? White people. Not y'all. Y'all are right. <laughs> Pay money to see me? We cool. <laughs> the feud is over. Now, you watch the TV. You watch like 60 Minutes and see, You see white people pissed off, man. Mad. The white man thinks he's losing the country. You watch the news like, we're losing everything. We're f- losing affirmative action and illegal aliens and we're f- losing the country. Losing? Shut the f- up. White people ain't losing. If y'all losing, who's winning? It ain't us. When I was growing up, I was probably about eight years old. And at the time, we were living in Silver Spring. Yeah. Yes common misconception about me in D.C. A lot of people think I'm from the hood. That's not true. (laughs) But I never bothered to correct anybody (laughs) because I wanted the streets to embrace me. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I I kept it up as a ruse. Like sometimes I'll hang out with rappers like Nas and them and these start talking about the projects. Yo, it was wild in the PJs, yo. And I'd be like, word. But I don't know. I have no idea. My parents did just well enough so that I could grow up poor around white people. Adriana and I weren't sure we should talk about this Rock and Chappelle show. There's nothing funny about mocking people who are themselves oppressed. And Chappelle indulged on Saturday night recently in some very, very tired jokes about Jews in Hollywood. And still, I want stand-up comedians to be edgy. Uh, So make up your own mind. Chappelle and Rock play the Golden One Center in Sacramento, December 12th. Gangsta Grass out of Brooklyn has always been an unlikely mashup of bluegrass with hip-hop. We're hearing the theme they wrote and performed for the great, great, great TV series Justified that earned them an Emmy. Gangsta Grass is an interracial band that rarest of things in either bluegrass or rap, and they're still writing great songs. For years, for decades, for centuries, we have struggled and fought and bled and died for this. What we ain't gonna do is wait. Last night I saw a bright red comet in the sky. I asked for its purpose and it gave me a reply. It said, 
soon come the day master dies but first you must prepare keep our eyes on the prize through the beat of the drum the light of the fire we decide to be as free as a bird when it flies so we ready every axe sharpen every knife get our people inside ready and willing to take a life could be none worth saving soon done slaving but now we must prepare as usual while we making our plan to reach the promised land of liberation breaking the chains before the beast this is radical apocalyptic even race conscious music Adriana said she thinks your conservative uncle and his punk nephew can enjoy Gangsta Grass together, maybe, provided they have enough beer. Gangsta Grass plays December 17th at the Center for the Arts in Grass Valley. And back to our Christmas theme now. That's Handel's Messiah, familiar, sumptuous, uplifting. The American box soloists from a few years ago, this is a group that brings real joy to performance. At the Mondavi Center, the American box soloists will be performing part one of Messiah, plus music by Charpentier and others. That's December 17th in Davis. The American box soloists sing the whole Messiah at Grace Cathedral, December 15th and 16th. You can also do the Messiah yourself with help. The Weimar University Orchestra and Chorale leads a sing-along Messiah at the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Grass Valley, December 9th at 6.30. And the Sacramento Choral Society invites you to a Messiah sing-along at 2 p.m. December 26th at the First United Methodist Church in Sacramento with sheet music available at the door. What a nice way to get the family out of the house. That's a hallelujah. The Sierra Master Chorale is also doing a concert of Christmas and other seasonal songs like this one. That is so good. Hanukkah starts December 18th, and the Sierra Master Chorale is performing Al Hanisim, or the Miracles, in honor of the Jewish holiday. This is a version by the a cappella group, the Maccabees, and the chorale may well have a different arrangement. The Sierra Master Chorale, with Allison Skinner conducting, performs Holiday Joy, lots of Christmas songs, December 17th and 18th at the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Grass Valley, what a hotbed of music. I saw you pull up next door in your Subaru. But that thing runs on veggie oil. Strapped to the top where some tra- 
couple bags of topsoil. Sonny Sweeney and Brendan Lee are a terrific Western swing duo, one which doesn't mind poking fun at the war between rednecks and hippies with the songs mirroring their own divided politics. I'm surprised you even saw me from where you're sitting Behind that 747 in your drive That's the greenest grass I think I've ever seen It's probably from all the dangerous pesticides Music really does bring people together. Sonny Sweeney and Brennan Lee play Goldfields in Sacramento December 10th. Should be a really fun show. Uh, we are delighted also to talk about the KVMR holiday show. Well, I went downtown to River City to see a friend who came to sing. Cost him 300 in gasoline Tonight he'll be playing for free And there's a whole lot of Saturday night left in me Whole lot of Saturday night Great song, Peter Wilson on the bill for the KVMR Holiday Show along with Farrow and the Peach Leaves, Annie McCann, the terrific Brett Shady, so many more, including Sands Hall. Hall says the best Christmas songs are about hope and rebirth at the darkest time of the year. And I think the songs of this season, the tradition of these seasons, is the acknowledging of there is darkness and light will return. And I just love that. Hall is promising to sing Good King Wenceslas with the lines, Ye who now will bless the poor shall yourselves find blessing. The KVMR Ho Ho Holiday Ho Down is December 13th at the Nevada Theater, starting at 7 p.m., so bring the kids and give the gift of a KVMR membership this holiday. Bless you. And what's Christmas without the sound of a ukulele? Adriana told me she can only take the ukulele in small doses, but how can you not like Jake Shimabukuro, who finds so much depth and variety in that tiny instrument? Jake Shimabukuro, with his show Christmas in Hawaii, plays the crest in Sacramento December 6th, the Crown Room in Crystal Bay December 17th, the Cascade Theater in Reading on December 18th, and the Bankhead in Livermore December 19th. Now, here's a show about fruitcakes, which I really, really like. Fruitcakes, I mean. So there. It's fruitcake, brother. The person to whom she is speaking is myself. We are cousins, very distant ones, and we have lived together well as long as I can remember. 
A Christmas Memory by Truman Capote. The excerpt is from a film version, Capote himself narrating with his unmistakable lisp. Uh, this month, Theater by the Book is doing a reading of the story, which describes how young Truman would pick pecans and bake fruitcakes each holiday season with his eccentric, much older cousin. I just think that staged readings are amongst the funnest things that we can do because we can have a sense of a very full production with very limited props. The multi-talented Sands Hall is directing the reading coming up in Nevada City. I think what audiences love is there's this way they get to fill in information and set and costumes largely in their own imagination. And at this time of year, we seem to get enormous comfort from tradition and family gatherings. And I just wonder, how do you present that quality in, mm. in this show? That's one of the aspects of the story that has made it a perennial favorite at this time of year because that's exactly those traditions. It was his tradition that his aunt would make fruitcakes for you know, like the president <laughs> and get a little note from the White House thanking her. Adriana loves the Capote story for its poignant nostalgia, and that's high praise. A theater by the book stages a reading of Truman Capote's A Christmas Memory, December 21st, Solstice Eve, the darkest night of the year at the Miner's Foundry, Darkness Then Light. Now, what to do on New Year's Eve? I know some of you are thinking ahead. Tim Bloom and Greg Loyacano. They founded the Mother Hips almost 30 years ago while students at Chico State. Go Wildcats! They've got a new album out and like so many bands are on the road after a pandemic-inspired pause. The Mother Hips are the hipster's choice this New Year's Eve. They play December 30th and 31st at Harlow's in Sacramento. Achilles Wheel plays a healthy blend of jam and rock, bluegrass and world music and somehow they make it all work. Come on now. Achilles Wheel is a Nevada City band, and they're at the Chico Women's Club December 16th, and then they play the dance-friendly Oddfellows Hall in Nevada City, New Year's Eve. And here's another local choice. The Earls of Newtown with the song Second Bottle off their first album. The Earls are a really tight eight-piece or so Nevada City band playing nolo jazz and swing, and they've mostly suspended performances because of COVID, which is so sad, but they're back New Year's Eve. And I met Earl at his home and rehearsal space overlooking Wolf Creek. He's been earning a living lately because of the pandemic as a classic car mechanic. Uh, I asked Earl, what makes a great New Year's Eve show? 
the deal is to keep people dancing. It's very hard for us to play in a setting sometimes where there are people that's sitting down because the, the interaction between the audience and the band members, I think, really adds to the entire deal of the show. So what is the essence of a great New Year's Eve show for Earls of Newtown? I would say that uh, for me, the essence of it would be one, hopefully that the people forget about what's going on in their world for the time being, and they can just escape into the music. And when they walk out, they have some smile on their face. They're, they're looking forward to the new year and letting go of the old one. Yeah, no, you want a good start, uh, even if everything goes downhill from there. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I would agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. of Newtown with Cousin Cricket play the Miner's Foundry in Nevada City New Year's Eve and that's all we have time for today. If you've missed any of our show or want to listen to my drivel again, download our podcast at kvmr.org We do very much wish you a happy Hanukkah, a Merry Christmas and a very good New Year. I'm Cy Musiker and this is Curtain Call coming to you from KVMR-FM Nevada City.